This is Russ Hackman, host of The Wall Street Sweeper. Coming up, we'll talk about interest rates continuing to rise in aggressive Fed and what it means for you and what really happens when you come in for a second opinion on your financial plan. Welcome in to The Wall Street Sweeper. This is the only industry that I know of where you can actually pay more to get something worse. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. They might have gotten one of those reports that you know they hit enter on and it says you're probably going to be okay, but if you're not, it's not our fault. And now, The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Here we are back at it into the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, who is president of Hackman Wealth Partners, 25 years experience as a financial advisor, focusing on navigating retirement and especially at any time, but even more importantly, in times of volatile markets. Four offices around Boston, downtown, Wakefield, Newton and Hingham. And, And we always start with Russ's take on Wall Street because he spent his early years on Wall Street trading desks. So, Russ, getting your take on this and what should we be preparing for? Well, Dave, people know that the year started off pretty strongly in terms of the markets, that the NASDAQ was up 10%, that the S&P was up 4 or 5%. And just this past week, we saw, you know, we, we've talked about this before, you really need to pay attention when the Federal Reserve officials hit the road because they're really deliberately sending market messages. And there was a pretty aggressive message from Chairman Powell this week with him saying, we're looking at the inflation data, the job data, and we think we're going to have to be more aggressive in raising rates. Wow. And we may have to go higher than everyone thinks. And so the code for that is, hey, short-term interest rates might need to go to 6%. And, you know, I think everyone has heard of this old adage, don't fight the Fed. So meaning (laughs) when the Fed is cutting rates, that tends to be a positive for the market. And when the Fed is raising rates, that tends to be a negative. So on that news, the the markets, you know, took a hit. um, And, um, you know, I think it, look, we started out the year saying, it's obviously going to be a volatile year because there's so much uncertainty around the economy, around the Fed, around inflation, around politics that, you know, we're just going to have a lot of ups and downs. And, mm-hmm. you know, that may sound like a blinding. Sometimes that feels like a blinding statement of the obvious. You know what I mean, Dave? Yeah, but I mean, it, it is scary. It's reminiscent eerily of the late 70s, early 80s, although I don't think you'd have to go as, as aggressive as Volcker did then. Yeah, well, I think there's an increasing concern that the inflation is, while it's abating a bit and it's at five, six percent, The reason all this economic wonkiness matters for all of us out there, uh, for all of us, really, is, you know, is the Fed really going to have to knock the, you know, sort of force a recession like Volcker did way back when? And that was no joke. Now, I don't think it's that bad, but, you know, it's definitely, you know, what's the story of the last couple of years has been the Fed behind the curve. And it looks like that's continuing. And so, okay, well, what does that mean? It doesn't mean the sky is falling. For us, it means, you know, the same consistent message that we have for our listeners, that we have for our clients, which is, hey, we're going to expect market volatility. We're going to expect that Category 5 storms are going to happen. 
that every 10 years, 15, 20 years, we may have a 2008 kind of event. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, last year we say, hey, that was more like a category two or three. Now, hopefully, you know, that big storm is not, you know, coming in the next year. Hopefully it's 10 years out. But all this that's going on at the beginning of this year, you know, if you, if you had hoped that the market's starting off in a constructive manner, you know, kind of meant that you could relax a little bit and maybe kind of easily recover some of the losses that you have in your portfolio. I think this is really a fresh reminder uh, that, you know, it's always a good time to get your house in order. The wind is not blowing at the back of our financial portfolios. We need to be thinking about safe money, having more than half of our money, not going backwards. We also need to think about the things that we can control, like having a tax plan in place. So, you know, Dave, for us, the calendar has been super busy. We've met a ton of people already January February had clients, uh, had listeners join us as clients, um, you know, and really, you know, folks at all of our different offices. It's been great to meet so many people. Um, as our listeners know, we do periodically offer folks the opportunity to give us a call, come in and get that second opinion on your portfolio. That's just so important. Just like, you know, if you have a medical something going on, Come in, you get a complimentary second opinion from us. You get a portfolio x-ray, which shows you where you may be overpaying in fees or you may be underperforming. We'll give you a read on the tax side as well. So we offer that periodically to five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. So let's go ahead and provide the opportunity to the listeners, Dave. Are you prepared for the Cat 5 that could come? 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000 to schedule with Russ. And this is a limited opportunity for the next five at no cost, no obligation. Coming up, Russ provides a second opinion to some listeners, and it's a good thing they got it. back with the Wall Street Sweeper, Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins in the weekly get-together with the president of Hackman Wealth Partners. That is Russ Hackman. Four offices are around Boston, making it convenient when you schedule with him where you can meet with Russ to talk about your finances, to talk about your retirement. And Russ, of course, our listeners, because you get feedback on this, they say they love to hear when you give specific examples of how you have helped listeners, and it gives them that sense that, hey, it's possible we can insulate our retirement, protect it from the Cat 5 storm. During the break, uh, we were talking about a couple that really benefited from a second opinion opportunity. Uh, as you said, you know, a lot of times you get it in working on your car, you get it in medical. Why not in financial, too? So we love when you share these stories. Thanks, Dave. And and, and, you're, and also, sometimes it's a first opinion. You know, we meet a lot of people. Most folks that come in to see us either are with a big box firm, um, you know, one of the big name brand firms, you know, one way or another, whether they have a sort of more typical advisor or whether they have more of an over the phone kind of relationship, folks will come in and see us. Um, and we will, we look over their statements, we run them through the portfolio x-ray. Um, and, you know, what's interesting about this is 
I don't think you know. Just this is this is almost just like a what a fresh set of eyes does to anything. It's mm-hmm. almost if you had somebody read your homework, Dave. Right. Like somebody's gonna find uh-huh. something to make it better, right? Uh, of course. And, and the same thing is true. Even if you have a decent plan in place, a fresh set of eyes from somebody that knows what they're doing is definitely gonna provide some value. And it's almost never the case when people come to see us. We're not tooting our own horn. I think it's just the nature of the process is there's almost nobody who walks out of our office, even after a first meeting, even if we never see them again, that doesn't have an idea of how they can improve their portfolio returns by thousands of dollars. And they came to you for that reason. There's just some good, you know, yield I don't want to call them tricks, but techniques, tax techniques, timing techniques, change to tax advantage versions of things that are, you know, it's almost like the it's, I guess, what you would call the low hanging fruit. Yeah. And, you know, that is always out there. So in in this particular example, you know, we had a couple uh, aged 60 years old had saved uh, one and three quarter million dollars, mm-hmm. you know, and our, our clients come in. Um, you know, having saved somewhere between, you know, 500000 and $20 million. It really is all over the map. Mm-hmm. And really everyone's saying, hey, I'd like, you know, I want to hear what a second opinion can provide me because even folks who have a lot of money, uh, what's the old expression, Dave? Mo money, mo problems. Uh, yeah. Right. But- According to the philosopher Biggie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, uh, again, these folks live out near uh, Fr- Framingham and came into our Newton office and said, hey, Russ, we, yeah, we want one of those second opinions. We're with a big box firm. You know, we, yes, our firm, se- our plan seems a little bit off the shelf, nothing too inspired about it. You, in their particular case, they're saying, hey, we have this money save. We're not we're not hurting for cash flow. Our house is paid for. We're not spending a lot of money, but you know, we want to make sure that we've, you know, we don't get beat up in the next cat five storm that we're paying the right amount of fees. And, um, you know, what we, what we provided them is what we provide everybody in these second opinions, this portfolio x-ray, a paycheck replacement plan. If you need one, Where's your money coming from for the rest of your life? A safe money plan. So that's everyone wanting around 50% of their money that is that can't go backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the third element of all of our second opinions. Portfolio x-ray, paycheck replacement plan, safe money plan, ideas for long-term growth that may have some risk, like interesting dividend-paying portfolios, and then finally, a tax reduction plan. And in their case, you know what we found in the course of that kind of standard, um, you know, analysis that we provide is they had variable annuities which they didn't need. We've talked about variable annuities before. Oh, yeah. We talked about it in annuities a lot, Dave. That it's there's a risk, some great, right? great annuities out there, lower fee that are principal guaranteed, and then some terrible annuities out there and variable annuities, if you want my opinion, are are reasonably terrible. Um, that seems terrible. to be the general feeling of people I talk yeah, to. Yeah, that sounds like your, your aunt's pot roast. How was it? It was re- reasonably terrible. <laughs> reasonably <laughs> terrible <laughs> and dry. <laughs> exactly. But so in their case, okay, we've got these variable annuities. 
their principal at risk, the fees in the portfolio X-ray were 3%, and they were down 20% last year. And the people that sell you variable annuities say you can't lose money because your income that you're entitled to for life goes up every year. Well, guess what? They didn't really need this guaranteed income. And second of all, if I say, hey, you just got a year older, I'll guarantee you more money for life. Well, your life's one year shorter. Mm -hmm. So that's not really, you know, a great, you know, it's like, it's not a great trick. Right. right? So um, in their case, it was cleaning up those at-risk high fee variable annuities. They had a set of underperforming mutual funds. Those are very commonly in people's portfolios. And if you have those in taxable portfolios, by the way, meaning non-retirement accounts, mm -hmm. in, in some cases, they're distributing you capital gains even when the market is down, right? Even down. And wow. there's simple techniques that a good financial planner can do to just eliminate that problem of capital gains when the market's down from, um, you know, from intaxable accounts. So we worked on that. We... Uh, put together a um, safe money plan for them, a safe money plan that's gonna was gonna generate four or five or is gonna generate four or five percent uh, low risk returns. Give them all the cash flow they need. Our overall objective of this plan was, hey, boost our return by one percent, reduce our risk, and you know just digging in, getting rid of three percent variable annuity fees getting out of some of these higher costs, underperforming mutual funds, getting them into some long-term dividend paying stocks, getting their cash earning four or 5% instead of what their big box firm was given mm -hmm. them like one, 2%. In their case, it was easily, you could pick up $30,000 a year, like easily and lower More. the risk. Mm -hmm. And so we're at the point, Dave, where we should offer that that uh, opportunity for folks that have saved $500,000 or more to come in, get on our calendar, get your second opinion, all the elements of a second opinion that I talked about, mm -hmm. including that tax management plan, that safe money plan, that um, and so forth. So let's offer that opportunity, Dave. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Schedule your second opinion with Russ. Coming up, everyone's least favorite financial topic. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and this is the Wall Street Sweeper, sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Great example Russ just gave on uh, the, the what could come out of the solutions that could come out of scheduling that second opinion, just like that couple he just shared. Now, Russ, you haven't even told me yet what this is. You know, I tease this segment and it's everyone's least favorite financial topic. I don't even know what it is. Well, you, you have to. You can't even mention it beforehand because people just turn off the radio. <laughs> but, but what the in the topic world? Is, the topic, Dave, is life insurance. Right? Oh. Now, before everyone turns off the radio, please listen uh, because, you know, this is that part of like the second opinion and sitting with your doctor that, you know, even if you don't want to hear it, you got to listen to it, <laughs> right? Like where they're like, you know. Cut down by a drink or two, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So for life insurance, right, this is more 
aspects that come up in portfolio reviews and the discussions that we have that life insurance, you need to sort of take stock of where you are. Now, most people who are getting near retirement age, you don't need term life insurance anymore, right? right. That's what you generally have. If your kids are little, protect, and even if you don't have kids, protects against the loss of a wage owner. Mm -hmm. But what we often provide is, so, you know, people often come in and say, Russ, should I be continuing to pay for this term life? Pretty often the answer is no. The second element of needing to talk about life insurance is if you have some existing permanent policies, and a lot of people do, and if you're out there listening and you've got some policy lying somewhere in some closet or some safe, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe it's a variable universal life policy. Maybe it's a whole life policy, some kind of old policy that somebody talked you into years ago. Mm-hmm. You actually, you got to look at those because it is pretty common that, very common, particularly in variable universal life, that the policies have not performed as advertised. And if you have money in those and they have cash value, you got to get in there and and analyze them. And it's pretty complex, but we do it and show like, hey, if I have 50,000 cash value, $75,000 cash value, in some cases, even if I keep paying the premiums, that money actually is going to vanish. It's going to, the policy is going to erode because the market has not performed well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another element of life insurance that you got to look at just as part of, you know, properly doing your homework. And we and don't think about planning. It. You know, it's one of those things right? we don't think about. And the last piece of it is for folks that have, so again, if we're talking about, you know, should I buy a life insurance policy? Like why would anyone look at buying a life insurance policy in their 40s, 50s, 60s? You know, my expression is, hey, nobody ever woke up in the morning and say, just this is just a great day to buy life insurance. Right? Uh, it's a that beautiful just, day. That, that hey, let's take a drive happened. and go get life insurance. Right? But it is better now. Hasn't it evolved in better ways? Well, yeah. And if you ask the question differently, which is, hey, where can I get four, four and a half, five percent, pretty low risk tax free returns? Just ask that question. Right. It basically is nowhere but in whole life insurance. Mm -hmm. So, again, we're not here to push life insurance or push anything for that matter, but especially for folks at the higher end of the wealth spectrum. You know, I one comment I make is, do you know that most billionaires own life insurance? And there's a reason now, for that. Is it because they need the traditional, you know, life insurance? Well, no, it's because the life insurance industry has one of the ta- best tax breaks to exist. Let's go ahead and offer for folks to come in and another opportunity to come in and see us for a second opinion, we will do that analysis on your life insurance so to see if you, you should be continuing to pay those premiums. We can look at other elements of, of it as well, but this is just another opportunity to come in and see us. 
to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. At no cost, no obligation, 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ helps a couple implement a tax reduction plan that can add over $500,000 tax-free to what they're passing their kids and grandkids. with the Wall Street Sweeper. That's really what Russ is, the Wall Street Sweeper, sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. And a lot of that he he explains when he shares stories of working with listeners who've become clients is kind of like doing a little cleanup, looking for any red flags, sweeping away that clutter. Russ is president of Hackman Wealth Partners. And Russ, as a fiduciary, just quickly, we were just talking about life insurance. And you said, I'm not here selling life insurance. But as a fiduciary, if it seems like a good fit for someone you're obligated to to suggest that to them absolutely and we do show it to certain people and it's also a great uh, uh, you know there's there's so many sides you can always do but it it's a great thing to look at i have some parents say what are smart things to do for my grandkids or kids and helping them with long-term life insurance policies that they can buy in their 20s and 30s the the numbers on those are unbelievably good uh, so we right. help some clients do that as well well it's time to uh, answer some questions and if you want to submit a question to us to be answered on this show that's easy hackmanwealth.com hackmanwealth.com click on the radio tab to submit your question but uh don in pelham new hampshire my wife and i are 65 years old we have a good amount of investments over 1.5 million and we need some help deciding when we should start social security now we both worked in decent careers and can expect some good social security numbers do you advise everyone to wait until they're, they're 70 if they can you know questions around social security are really good and they you know there's sort of you know numerical answers like, uh, you know, how long if I started 67 versus 70, you know, how long do I need to collect before I, you know, come out ahead, you know, comparing taking Social Security and investing. There's a million different ways to look at Social Security. But there are some, you know, what I would what I would say rules of thumb that I use at least mm -hmm. or that work work for most people, you know. And, and by the way, social security decision-making is part of a good financial plan uh, mm -hmm. if you're working with someone. In the case of, uh, you know, this couple, okay, 65, I'm going to assume they're in decent health. Obviously, if you're in poor health, it makes sense to start sooner, right? But if you're in good health and you've both had decent uh, earnings under social security, then, you know, my... I'd say favorite strategy is to have one member of a couple start at age 67, one member of a couple um, start at age 70. And what that generally means is that once one person passes away, they're going to get the higher benefits. So right. Somebody wait and somebody start a little bit early. That tends to work out pretty well for someone who's single you know, I like people starting at 67 generally. And for someone retiring pretty young, even if they have a good amount of money, sometimes I like them starting earlier than 67. So, again, it's very specific to couples, but you, it is a very important decision because that Social Security income is inflation adjusted and it does not get much better than 
inflation adjusted income in retirement, right? So right. very important part of what you should be working on with a financial advisor. And, and I think sometimes it's an afterthought. That's what your, your, your sessions, the reviews you offer include that maximizing your decisions about it. Absolutely. Nancy and Redding, Russ, I've heard you talk about the one page lifetime income plan. Is that a complete plan or what is it and how would it help me? Yeah, our clients and listeners who have come in to see us know what this looks like. But, you know, we do, you know, our, our financial, a good financial plan is written, covers all these things that we talk about, like how much safe money should I have? Uh, what am I doing to protect against the next Cat 5 storm? What's my tax strategy? What if I need money for long-term care? And we, we do all that in sort of a fancy financial planning software. But I do, to Nancy's point like to get them onto one page in Excel that shows me under certain scenarios where, and, and the main scenario is, hey, if I'm 90 or 95 and I'm still on this earth, mm-hmm. where's my money coming from? And I think it's a good time to offer folks an opportunity to come in and see us, get that complimentary second opinion, that complimentary plan that will include some of those tailored lifetime financial plans for you. Let's offer that, Dave, folks, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. 617-674-2000 to schedule. Again, the number is 617-674-2000. A story of Russ helping a couple implement a substantial tax saving plan coming up. Street Sweeper continues. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, a fiduciary, uh, years of experience, 25, four uh, offices in the Boston area, and also bringing extra experience to the table with you. His early years were on Wall Street uh, trading desks, a little extra uh, uh, bonus uh, and edge on sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Russ, uh, you know, we talk often about tax management being missing from client plans, and you mentioned uh, listeners who come in and take advantage of a great second opinion opportunity. Now, you have another example to share in that regard. Yeah, I do. And I, I um, again, just, just you know, setting a reference point for everyone. <clears throat> you know, it's important to ask yourself, uh, if you're a listener, you know, what's my tax reduction plan? What's my plan to pay el- as little of taxes as possible? Now, that doesn't mean, uh, you know, illegal tax tricks, right? Hmm. Primarily what it means is and where the opportunity is when you have tax deferred money, money in IRAs and 401ks, think about that money as, you know, Uncle Sam, unfortunately, is already your partner in that money right? right so if you have you know a million dollars in uh you know iras 401ks you know you got a business partner in there business partner <laughs> you know <laughs> dead weight <laughs> partner you know in there for you know 25 30 percent and you know like if you owned a business or you know whatever piece of property you want to get your partner out of there for as little as possible, right? Absolutely. And Buy him out. That, get out right? of here. And that is very, very much missing from financial plans. So, you know, if you're working with a traditional firm, you know, ask yourself, you know, what's my tax reduction plan over the next 10 to 20 years? You can ask your advisor, what's my tax reduction plan? 
pretty often you're going to get a homina homina <laughs> because a lot of firms don't want to do it or their lawyers won't let them. But to me, it is one of the, you know, the biggest needles that you can, uh, you know, biggest levers that you can pull are around um, portfolio allocation, reducing fees, managing risk, and finally tax management, mm-hmm. right? And so in the case of this couple, they're living close to our Wakefield office and came in there. Um, they had saved over $2 million and had a million and a half in retirement plans, right? Okay. So they got Uncle Sam big time as a partner in that one and a half million dollars. Kind of rubbing the hands. Plan, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, he's, and basically Uncle Sam's saying, you know, he's going to get his money one way or another because those required minimum distributions are coming in at age 73 and beyond. Uncle Sam's saying, okay, you got to start basically buying me out, right? Mm-hmm. So that I can take the money and, you know, spend it on whatever he spends it on that that crazy Uh, uncle anyway (laughs) so if you didn't laugh you'd have to cry right dave that is so so true where your tax dollars are going so in terms of you know these folks uh 65 years old retired and had not started social security so they came in for a second opinion um we did a portfolio x-ray for them they wanted to see that Want to know if there was anything to do on their taxes. And, you know, they were with a big box firm that uh, barely talks to them. And lately, I mean, I've seen people with millions and millions of dollars who say my advisor almost never talks to that's me. A, and that's so important. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. Yeah. And there's so much day to day, it's not day to day management, but there's so much, I think, communication that needs to happen just to take stock of what's going on. And there's so much change going on in the world that you really need to be looking at, hey, what changes should I be be making? So, you know, for example, such a huge change in what's gone in interest rates that necessitates change in almost everyone's portfolio. And if yours hasn't changed, then I think you can be pretty sure you haven't gotten any um, fresh thinking. Again, for this couple, $2 million, $1.5 million in a retirement plan. Their plan kind of looking like one of those paint-by-numbers retirement, you know, financial plans. Mm-hmm. I got some stock funds. I got some bond funds. You know, they're expensive. Some of them are distributing capital gains. Even when the market's down, that's kind of a bummer, right, if you're right. holding them in taxable accounts. They're fine. Um, you know, they were missing a, a clear paycheck replacement plan to miss, uh, to replace rather the, you know, paychecks that they just left behind. They're kind of like, okay, I guess we'll just draw down our assets, right? Their cash, you know, they did have a big chunk of cash yielding too low. And I see a ton of this where, you know, money's left around and banks and brokerage firms make tons of money paying people zero, one, 2% interest. Was that 2 million that way? You said they had over 2 million saved. Yeah, two million saved, not in cash. Okay, but, not uh, thank goodness. But you know, a few hundred thousand in cash, and their bank just not paying them what they should. That's just the way, yeah, you know, the the way that it is. And so for them, you know, the solution was okay. You, we need a paycheck replacement plan. We need a stream of cash flow that's going to come come in and replace those paychecks. We need that stream of cash flow to be safe. So that became part of our safe money plan a 
sort of pension-like set of payments that are going to be increasing over time to keep up with inflation. So that's a critical element of what they needed. You know, they were in these bond and stock funds where everything lost money last year. Let's get out of those bond funds. We don't want those anymore. These stock funds where we're paying for the privilege of underperforming the market, don't want those anymore either, right? right. I'd rather be in the S&P 500 and paying almost nothing mm -hmm. than paying for the privilege of underperforming. And then, you know, the emphasis of what we've been talking about on this segment, Dave, has been around taxes. So in their case, what we did was we did a tax reduction plan. And there is an opportunity, especially in your 60s and early 70s, but it's not limited to that, to really buy your partner out, get Uncle Sam out of your 401k and IRA at better rates when there's a time when your income is low, maybe before you've started Social Security, you can be in some of those low tax brackets, 12%, 22%, even 24% tax bracket. Get your partner out of there because he's your partner. Mm -hmm. uh, and Buy him get out him early. out of there. Get money into Roth plans. Mm -hmm. And that could just make a huge difference to you and your family down the line. And at this point, Dave, we're running up on the end of, of this segment, but it is an opportunity for folks to call in, come and see us, get a complimentary second opinion, but moreover, look at, hey, how do I get Uncle Sam out of my IRA and 401k at the least possible price? That is complicated long-term work, but it is the kind of work we do. And I appreciate people who have saved, saved $500,000 or more calling in, coming to see us for the next five callers, Dave. The number 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Again, 617-674-2000 to schedule. Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners. back with the Wall Street Sweeper, Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, definitely giving us a lot to think about every week on this show, uh, laying out the strategies. Of course, opening up with that glimpse of Wall Street for the week and even sharing stories and case studies with clients and many times listeners who have become his clients and giving them that second opinion, kind of getting things in order a, a little bit better for them and answering questions, which is what we're going to uh, devote this segment to. If you want to submit a question to Russ to answer on this show, that's easy. Hackmanwealth.com. Hackmanwealth.com. Click on the radio tab and there's going to be a spot there to submit your question like Mary and Hingham did. I almost bought an annuity a couple of years ago and a friend talked me out of it. Now he said all annuities are lousy. I met another friend who told me they actually avoided a lot of losses last year. How do I sort out what should or shouldn't be done with annuities? It is, it is a tough one. Yeah. You know, um, it just reminds me of one of the things we say from time to time, which is, you know, why this is all so confusing. Well, in some ways, it's made it's made that way on purpose. Right. Right. Yeah. So you, and, and annuities in some ways can be that way. So just taking a, a step back, our longtime listeners know that the definition longtime listeners know not to just fundamentally hate the word annuity. An annuity is just a contract 
between you and a life insurance company. That's the definition of it. Mm -hmm. So, and what that means is like any contract that I might have, like an employment contract, a contract to purchase a house, a leasing contract, like you name it, it's a, it's a business contract. The terms of it for me, if I'm in the contract could be great or they could be lousy. Got to read the terms. And annuities are that way. There's so many different kinds. Mm -hmm. And even within, you know, a certain class of them, uh, there's much better versions and not so good versions. The fundamental point, like, well, why are we dealing with annuities at all? Well, number one is insurance companies can provide guarantees that you can't get otherwise. Mm -hmm. So in other words, a stream of cash flow that you can't outlive right? Or they can provide a principal guarantee, a guarantee that investment can't go down, right? Mm -hmm. So in the case of Mary, and we were talking earlier about this show about a class of annuity called variable annuities, that's very high cost and risky. And, you know, there's another class of annuities that um, a decent amount of our clients own, a decent amount of listeners own that are called fixed or fixed indexed annuities. And, you know, Mary's talking about a friend there who, who protected their money last year mm-hmm. through the markets, market down cycle. So the classes of annuities where you can avail yourself of a principal guarantee, well, that's something to look at if the costs are reasonable and the other terms are reasonable. You know, there's a lot more to this story, but you know, one of the educational things I try to do both around annuities, and this applies really to everything, is, you know, the devil's in the details. You know, mutual funds, there's good mutual funds, and there's a lot of really bad ones, right? right? And the same thing's true of annuities, the same thing's true of life insurance, the same thing is true of almost any kind of investment you can think of. Or anything in life, really, for that matter. Right, (laughs) right, cars, whatever. Mm. So obviously, you know, you want to trust a professional that can help you sort through, you know, the good from the bad, um, and, uh, you know, that's a long, long, uh, version of, of an answer to Mary's question, but it, it is a very important topic. Yeah. And I hope Mary that you will reach out to Russ, uh, Phyllis in Lexington. I am in my early sixties and I have no time l- to let a 401k bounce back. If it tanks, I'm pretty nervous about what would happen in my retirement. If we went into a recession, is it a decent idea to pull it all out? The way I see it, it's better to lose some potential growth than uh, lose a whole lot more. Well, sometimes when I hear people say pull it out, I I hear them say, and I've seen it done where people actually will cash out Mm -hmm. their 401k and and put it in the bank, right? Which which involves paying a lot of taxes, right? right? The smart thing to do with with a 401k is roll it into an IRA, make sure you have the right amount of it in safe money, Right. So that if the market gets worse this year, next year, the year after, if you're close to retirement, that, you know, you're not going to have to really extend your retirement and then have some ability to grow as well. So it doesn't need to be an all or none. You could make a move, roll over tax free into an IRA, get a good allocation of safe money, earning five, six percent, have an allocation of growth assets and have your retirement sort of on track, come what may. 
Jeremy and Wellesley, I'm 62, retiring at 65, and have most of my money in a 401k, in my 401k, in a target date fund. It actually lost a lot of money last year and is not doing so well this year. Should I be making some changes? I would say so. You know, target date funds are one of those uh, kind of well-intentioned, but I don't think so well-executed you know, financial plans that Wall Street has served up. And I guess there's a big list of those, Dave, (laughs) that, hey, let's package this up, you know. (laughs) Um, You know, target date fund, for those who aren't familiar with them, you know, nice in theory that say, okay, I can have, I can pick a date where I'm probably going to retire. And they have these broad classes of funds out there, you know, retirement 2025, retirement 2030, 35, 40, 45. So it's like, okay, and that's supposed to sort of hone me into, you know, land in a nice place in that year. Mm-hmm. But really what's going on behind the scenes is it's investing in the stock market and in the bond market. And as you get closer to retirement, more and more money is going into the bond market. And we've talked and bond mutual funds. And we've talked extensively on this show that bond mutual funds are not a great place to be mm-hmm. when interest rates are rising. Right. They're almost never a great place to be, even with, when interest rates aren't rising. You're not earning enough interest to compensate you for the risk. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, here's Jeremy. You know, he's he's got money in this fund. And it's getting more conservative as time goes by. And lo and behold, last year, you have a year where bonds all go down and these target date funds, which are supposed to be safer as you got close to retirement, are actually riskier. So Hmm. these are the kind of things that turn up in our second opinions, our portfolio X-ray to show you how not to fall into those kind of what I almost might say marketing traps of Wall Street the product is well-intentioned, but I don't think performs as it should. Let's do offer that opportunity, Dave, for folks to give us a give us a call, get on the calendar, come in for that second opinion to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. And to the next five, this comprehensive review and great second opinion opportunity offered at no cost, no obligation. 617-674-2000. Coming up, let's talk about why having a handle on your finances seems so intimidating. Another great conversation, as always, with Russ Hackman, and we're back with the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ is president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Now, Russ, I know, speaking more as uh, the layperson here on this show, that anything involving finances can seem intimidating, can seem complex, can seem overwhelming, and especially if we're nearing retirement and, and the yeah. what it requires of you to retire properly today. Well, that's right, and... and uh you know, one of the comments that I have, Dave, is, you know, as we've met people last year and and even especially this year, you know, the level of uncertainty, you know, lack of clarity, you know, what should I be doing is really just through the roof. Anxiety is just through the roof, mm-hmm. you know, and, 
you know, I think it is, you know, there's so much going on out there, you know, wars and what's what's going on. Inflation is the biggest one. We can all thank our government for that, you know, one way or another. It's not mm-hmm. a it's not a political statement, but I think it's, you know, pretty universally felt by economists of, you know, both sides of the political aisle mm-hmm. that you know, moves that the Fed primarily, but also government spending made over the last two to three years really drove this inflation for the first time since the early 80s, which is throwing us all so many curveballs, is really at the root of the market downturn last year, is at the root of all these losses and bonds. And you know, we really are at a time of just great uncertainty. And what that tells me is, you know, to some extent, it's like, Russ, thanks for the blinding glimpse uh, of the obvious. Well, but, the good thing is you have some suggestions. You know, it's sort of like, um, I don't know, navigating a boat in the storm or something. Not that I've ever done that. But, you know, presumably <laughs> when you're doing that, you go back to fundamentals. Right. Mm-hmm. And you try not to worry So when we sit down with people, it's about, hey, let's not worry about what's happening today, tomorrow, the next day. This is all about a 30-year plan, right? And the 30-year plan has got to address where's my money coming from in 30 years? The fact that even if right now seems scary, we'll probably have a scarier time sometime in the Mm. next 30 years. So putting together plans that can navigate a Cat 5 storm making substantial allocations to safe money, money that can't go backwards, having our eye on taxes, making sure we're getting those portfolio x-rays done. We're not paying unnecessary fees. And we're wrapping up the show now, Dave, and it's a good final opportunity for folks to give us a call, get on our calendar, come in and see us. Second opinion, full financial plan, tax reduction plan. You've heard the other elements. Let's offer that up, Dave, to the folks that have saved $500,000 or more. Getting back to the fundamentals, the number to call to schedule 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Thanks so much for joining us. We're back next week. You can count on it with Russ Hackman and the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman and Claire Hare are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare, and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Index or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investments and may 
be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of compensation and or other compensation, such as a percentage of organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A Item 4, for additional information.